Welcome to the Ace Tribe Podcast, a place to share real-life experiences and how to grow from it, a place where we share one pure heart while discovering our life purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. On my last podcast, I discussed how I was sick. I actually made that podcast from my bedroom in my bed on the very first day of me being sick. I am on day four of being sick and I do feel a little better. I am still very tired. I'm exhausted. I don't really feel like I have much strength. Um, Good thing is, is I don't really have a cough. I am congested like in my face my sinus area I feel congested chest feels fine body's just very achy um, and just an overall feeling of just not being well so that that's where I'm I'm at right now um, I've, I've stepped out of this room a few times every time I've stepped out um, I've used a mask I've Lysoled everywhere I've gone everything I've touched Um, just trying to protect my family as best as I can. I was able to get um, on the the very, I believe it was the first day, no, maybe the second day, Tuesday. I was able to take an Epsom salt bath, but even then, that was exhausting. Just getting into the bathroom, just getting into the bath was, was exhausting. And by the time I was done, I was like, okay, I gotta go to bed now. So just my mind wants to do a lot of things, but I know I can't. So I'm just trying to take it easy, but at the same time, I don't want to be completely immobilized. I've laid on the floor, I've stretched, I've tuned into some yoga I've seen on on social media. I've just been really trying to keep myself a little active stretching as much as I can because laying down can really hurt you know your muscles ache it's bad enough that when you're fighting a cold or a virus or whatever you have you're you're achy you're not at your best and laying down just makes it a little bit more uncomfortable so so that's where I'm at right now fever as of now, I don't have one. When I woke up this morning, it was low grade. And that's what I've been seeing. I've been having a low grade fever on and off since Monday. Monday morning was the day where I it was higher. It was like 101 point something. But it hasn't gone higher. And I've been weaning myself off of Tylenol. So I haven't been taking it as much. Usually I just take it right before I go to sleep at night just to kind of help me sleep a little bit better. But throughout the day, I just, whatever aches and pains I have, I'm just sucking it up buttercup because I don't want to just keep over-medicating myself. So that's where that's at. So I was supposed to, I don't know if if you've tuned into my last podcast, but um, I was in the ER on Monday. I was tested for um, influenza, strep, and COVID-19 had the nose swab um, test for COVID-19 and influenza. Influenza was negative, strep was negative. COVID-19, I was supposed to find out in 24 hours, which would have made that Tuesday, but then they told me Wednesday. Wednesday, you'll find out the latest. 
So Wednesday came and went, and I'm like, okay, well, no good, no news is good news, possibly, right? So I have, you know, my my normal people, not my normal people, but my my closest people who check on me around the clock, constantly texting me, calling me, checking to see if I'm okay. So woke up to that this morning with my with the I'm gonna call them maybe grand rounds, you know, and people in the medical field will know what that means. But just just doing the rounds, checking in on me, and uh, one of my closest friends said, "Well, why don't you just call them?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea." I just I the thought of calling, I just didn't think I'd get through. What would make them? How would I get through? And what would make them stop what they're doing just to give me my results? Right. Well, I was wrong. I was able to get in touch with um, the emergency department at the local hospital by my house. And I was able to talk to a nurse and she's like, oh, you were on my list to call today. I'm like, okay. And then she said it. She's like, you tested positive for COVID-19. And me a year ago would have probably been freaking out, crying. What am I going to do? Like, I'd feel like complete doom in my life. When she said those words to me, I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm already been sick for going on four days that I'm like, okay, well, now I just need to get through this and I just need to stay isolated, which I've been doing. And that's it. So I think what's been getting me through that, not I think, I know what's been getting me through this. That's been my family, my husband, my mom, my sisters, my closest ace tribe. They have stuck by me. They have checked on me my coworkers, everybody. They have called, they have checked on me every day, multiple times a day. Are you, you know, are you okay? Do you need anything? Any new symptoms? Like, I just feel like I have this amazing support system that I don't have room to be afraid. I don't have room to be fearful. Um, I won't lie. I, I have cried. Not today, um, I cried Monday because I was so miserable. And when I don't feel good, I'm a crier. I cry on a normal day. So, yeah, I cried. I cried yesterday because my back was hurting so bad. I'm like, I can't take this anymore. So I just felt defeated. Not by my virus or illness that I'm going through. It was just by how I was feeling. My muscles were aching. And again, sometimes I'm like, do I feel things more because I'm in, I am a highly sensitive person? I like to think I do. Um, There's a lot more people who are so much more um, stronger than I am when they're sick. I'm just not one of them. I've always been this way. Ask my mom. As a child, I've always been like that. Anytime I'm sick, I've always needed my mom. And I'm just happy. I'm happy that I have her in my life. And even though she can't be here for me physically, she's here for me spiritually, mentally. And she checks on me every day. Um, my dad calls me once, twice a day, checks on me, tells me he loves me, tells me he's thinking about me. And um, yeah, that's important to me. I'm so blessed to have them in my life. Um, so back to the diagnosis. I should be afraid, right? I should be freaking out. I should be terrified. But why? What for? body and mind they go together hand in hand if I'm not okay mentally I'm pretty sure my body's gonna follow and I don't want that 
I want to be okay. So I'm going to keep pushing through this. Um, All I can say to anybody out there who's listening, who's tuning in, just be strong. Don't be afraid. If you feel yourself getting sick, just take care of yourself. Eat right. Drink, you know, fluids. um, Have fruits. Have vegetables. Be good mentally. Like, have a good mindset. Don't be afraid. Because being afraid manifests everything that you're afraid of. We can create anything with our minds. And it took me a long time to realize that. It really did. Like I said, if this was me a year ago, it would be a totally different story. I would probably need a Xanax just to calm myself down. But even then, I would be terrified to take a Xanax because I'd be having anxiety about having to take the Xanax. So life changes. Trust yourself. Trust everything about yourself. Trust your intuition. It never lies. I'm going to worry when it's time to worry. And right now, yeah, I'm tired. I'm defeated. I'm exhausted. I miss my family. But I'm, I need to just heal. That's it. I just need to get better. And it's hard because I know my daughter wants to hug me. You know, I, I can, she's like, like, she's like, are you sure you're sick? And I can just see it. Like, she's just, she's like, I want to hug you. And I want to hug her too. Well, we can't. We can't. I don't want to risk it. My son, my middle son, my middle child, he hasn't really said anything. He's kind of been stepping up, helping his dad out, helping out in the house and just really just, you know, helping out as much as his sister does. They all are great helpers. And then there's the little one, the three-year-old. I stepped out of the room today to tell my husband something, and he saw me, and of course he yelled, Mommy, can I hug you? Or something like that. He's like, hug me, Mommy. And I'm like, no, we can't hug. And then he started chasing me, and I literally ran twice around from the kitchen to the living room and was completely out of breath. I couldn't even handle it. I'm like, oh my God. And then I ran to the room, closed the door, locked it, and he started banging on the door, crying. Mommy, hug me. And I wanted to get sad, but I couldn't. I can't get sad because I know I'm doing what's best. I'm keeping you safe. And even though you're sad because you can't hug me, and even though it makes me sad that I can't hug my family right now, I need to stay this way so I can be able to hug my family after this. So the best advice I can give throughout all this is just keep positive. Keep positive about things. Don't be afraid. Being afraid does nothing. I cannot stress that enough. Being afraid does absolutely nothing but steal your joy, your energy, your time and then you're really not living. Everybody, just be safe. Take precaution. I'm not saying stop living your life. I'm saying wash your hands when you after you go out somewhere. Don't touch your face. Those sort of things. Things that people should have been doing a long time ago. Just wash your hands. It's as simple as that. Don't touch your face. Cover your mouth when you cough. If you're sick, stay home. That sort of thing. Just be cautious. Don't stop living your life. But just just be cautious and, I mean, stay home. You know, stay home as we're being told to right now, at least until 
until this mandatory quarantine is lifted. I myself will be in the room for another week. So um, you know how to contact me. Those who have my phone number, call me, text me. If you have me on social media, uh, you know, follow me there or contact me on, on social media. But I'm just sending all my love, all my positivity, light, love, prayer, everything good to everyone out there. And thank you so much for tuning in today.